you were to put magnets in this thing here, it would destabilize the field. These energetic waves, you know, get to the human body and you feel it as stress. And so we eliminated that. So it's not plugged in. People may wonder, well, it's not plugged in. It can't work. Well, you know, you're not plugged in either. So do you work? Yes, you work. So it doesn't need to be battery. Just because it's invisible for the human eye also doesn't mean that it doesn't work. Hey, this is Phil von Holzendorf Failing, and you're listening to the Lifestylist Podcast. Welcome to episode 414 of the Lifestylist Podcast. Today, we welcome back former two-time guest, Philip Samor von Holzendorf Failing of Leela Quantum Tech. He's a coach, conscious entrepreneur, and energy healer. In parallel to a successful international business career, he worked through blockages and barriers that prevented him from connecting with his true self. And with that, he started to also see energy fields and developed his unique skills as a healer. And he also went through two decades of training in shamanic and other energy healing practices. During his former business career, he actually worked as an executive for several well-known companies, including T-Mobile International and T-Mobile U.S., where he served as vice president. Now today, Philip continues to develop quantum healing technologies, of which I personally am an ever-increasing fan and user. We discuss a grip of new innovation, scientific testing, and research that Philip and his team at Leela continue to pursue in this episode, so you'll definitely want to check out the show notes and transcripts to get a visual on what we discuss. You can find those notes at lukestory.com quantum. And if you want to see this technology in action, be sure to watch the YouTube version of this podcast as Philip and I conduct a number of demonstrations during the interview as well. I wanted to have Philip back on the podcast largely due to so many questions coming in from listeners who either own Leela Quantum products and want to expand their knowledge or practical application, or from people who are just curious about the devices and want to better understand how they work. To that end, here are a few of the topics discussed. The origin story of Leela. Leela's work with the Emoto Institute and their unique results with water, Philip's journey from T-Mobile VP to developing EMF neutralizing technologies, and the common resistance people face to believing in invisible energy manipulation. We also discuss my personal super stack of tech that keeps me safe from EMF and Philip's further recommendations. And beyond that, we discuss the potential of elevating your consciousness so that you might not need any devices at all. We also talk about Philip's vision for taking Leela straight to cell towers to harmonize environmental EMF at the source, which is a really exciting idea to me. Then we cover Leela's off-the-charts calibration on the David Hawkins scale of consciousness and proof that the collective consciousness of humanity has in fact risen in the last few years despite appearances to the contrary. And finally, we give a great overview as a beginner's guide to exploring Leela Quantum and how you can program any item using quantum energy. And I'll also add that if you're someone like me who's interested in EMF mitigation, creating a more harmonious environment in your home, workspace, and car, structuring your water, and supercharging your food and even your supplements, this show is for you. And if by the end of this interview you want to scope out some Leela Quantum stuff for yourself, they have hooked you up with a 10% discount off your first order. Just go to leelaq.com and use the code 10LUKE. And that link is also in the show notes for this episode on most podcast apps. Okay, now let's break through to the quantum realm with Philip Samor von Holzendorf failing. Welcome 
Welcome back to the third appearance on the Lifestylist Podcast, Philip. Thanks, Luke. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, me too. Every time I see you, uh, you are brimming with excitement over your latest studies and testing and latest developments with Leela Quantum Tech. Uh, for those watching on the video today, there's probably going to be a, a fair amount of demonstrations and stuff. One of the great things about doing these things in person is that if somebody has created some interesting product or technology, we can actually play around with it and show people. Uh, so I just want to let the folks know that are just listening to the audio that there will be um, some stuff you probably want to see on video. Let's start by letting people know that the show notes for this episode can be found at lukestory.com slash quantum. Also like to let listeners and viewers alike know that your prior episodes were number 340 and 373. So one of the cool things about interviewing someone for the third time is that I can kind of bypass their origin story. And so <laughs> if people want to know, who is this guy? Where did he come from? How did he get into this? We cover that at infinitum on earlier episodes, which allows me to do what I think is the most fun part and just dive into the nitty gritty and the depth of the topic. That said, I'd like to start with what is the latest and greatest, most exciting thing in, in your world personally and also um, in the development of your technology? I think personally, it's really the shift um, for humanity right now that we're seeing, you know, on the positive side. I'm not looking at the, the dark side, really. I'm looking at what's happening consciousness-wise. And I, th I think a lot of people are waking up and we actually contribute to that with our technology. We don't talk about that a lot, but really we do because it's all about consciousness. And then in terms of the technology, it's really, I think, so many more studies that have come out, actually including randomized shame-controlled double-blind studies that prove without a doubt that it works and how amazingly it works. So that's exciting for me in the very latest excitement was yesterday when the Emoto Institute finally decided that they're going to import our products and exclusively sell them in Japan. So they tested our products. They were so excited that they said, we want to bring them to Japan exclusively. And it was just like a three-month process or so to get the agreement in place. And so they signed it yesterday and they haven't done it with any other product. So... I think that's kind of cool. That's very cool. <laughs> we'll unpack what the Emoto Institute is in a moment, but that's very impressive because so many people like to work with the Emoto Institute, people kind of in your realm, uh, any device or technology that's having an influence on water, they want to show that and be able to prove that. So I know there's a number of different websites, um, brands that I like, like Soma Vedic, for example, will have you know, the Emoto water photography showing the influence of their technology for EMF and things like that. Um, so I'm sure they've been approached by other people like, hey, you tested our stuff, now work with us. So that's, that is very cool. Yeah, and we didn't approach them. We actually literally just had them tested and then they on their own came to us and wanted meeting after meeting. And it's actually really interesting in how they work because they, and we can get into that in a later point, but they analyze everything and do their testing. They have real seers and healers on, on their team. So it's, they're scientific on one hand, but they're almost like us. And so they have their gurus, if you will, test our stuff. And, and they almost freaked out when they saw the quantum block and all that and what it could do. 
uh, in a positive way. So, yeah, that was quite fascinating. That I they didn't also know have, that. Yeah, they have a very holistic approach to it. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't think of the Emoto Institute as being that woo-woo. I mean, some people that are more rigidly scientific would say, wow, you're taking pictures of water crystals? That's not science. And I know some people poo-poo the Emoto work, um, the more, you know skeptic uh, type people but yeah i wouldn't think them to be in that realm you know in the quantum you know kind of uh realm that we like to play around in give people some background on on the emoto institute my knowledge of it is from a book that was published i mean a long many years ago i probably got this book i don't know 15 20 years ago called the hidden messages in water by dr masaru emoto who took uh photographs of of water in their freezing state water crystals and then would demonstrate how different um, external influences would affect the look of the water, right? So if you play gangster rap or heavy metal at some water, they would have these misshapen, really ugly, discolored water crystals. And if you prayed over it or put the word love on the water in the lab, then it would be this beautiful kind of snowflake affecting the geometry of the water, essentially. What's your experience of their lab what are they up to now since he passed i understand his son has taken over if i'm not mistaken uh you know how does their lab work uh how did you guys get your water samples to them and what's the um kind of basis of that relationship yeah so indeed mazaru imoto and you covered basically the story of what he came up with and i think it was a groundbreaking work at that time it blew a lot of people's minds, and uh, but but it's very clear for people that understand energy. It's it's actually totally normal that these things happen. the The unusual thing was that they were able to visualize it really at the time and and found a way. And now there are other great people out there that do similar things, which now it's it's become more normal. So since he passed, Hiro Emoto H I R O that's his son took over the office. And they work um, in a way where you can send them water samples or the products. So we decided to not send them water samples because, you know, what does that mean if it's a water sample? It could have been treated by anything. You know, you could have done anything to it. And we wanted them to have the full control of everything. And, and that's what we anyway like to do. Like we never, like we do our own testing and experiments, but we never do any study. We're not participating in any study. We give our products away and then other people run it. You know, if there's an institute that wants to test it, they do it and it's their thing and, and we're there praying that it works. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, I mean, of course we know it works, but what we didn't know with the Emoto Institute is, okay, so how fast is it going to work, right? Because we knew energetically, actually, the, for the quantum block would be three minutes about three, four minutes, the optimal time to charge the water. Um, and But would they have the same finding? And it indeed came out that after three minutes, from one beautiful crystal, um, it increased to five beautiful crystals in the water in only three minutes. And that was frankly the fastest that they had ever seen um, in such a positive change. And I think that was the reason why they wanted to talk to us quickly. That's and, crazy. Yeah. That's, inter that's an interesting point, though, about, say, because I've fantasized about, oh, I want to send them my alive spring water. Like, I, you know, I want to send them a sample of this and try different technologies. But 
I'm not trying to like validate a study. I'm just literally curious if the stuff I'm doing is worth my time because I do so much, especially around water. But one could just send them anything. And there's, as you said, there's no way to prove that your technology is what did it. But the other thing that's interesting about like shipping water from the US to Japan is all of the radiation. It might go through x-ray machines and solar radiation on the plane and there's Wi-Fi on the plane. And it's like by the time it gets from your facility to their facility, there could be an infinite number of influences that could affect the outcome of that. So I think that's really wise that you guys just said, hey, do it all in your lab so that there's no um, influence from you guys and it's all above board in terms of you know verifiable results. But also, I think it's the most pristine way to get that data, right? Because it's an isolated, contained environment wherein they can see before and after. Exactly. And you know the, the difficulty then comes in with the quantum block or if you use the infinity block, I guess we need to tell the listeners in a second what we even do. But yeah, yeah I forgot that part. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, they they have this field inside, but the outside also has the field. So the moment you set it up somewhere in a lab, it already impacts water. You know, to a very slight degree only, but it still impacts water that's two, three, four, five, six, seven yards away, and and even more. So you need to make sure that they do it in the right way, and that they have the control water tested before they set up the block and things like that so oh so they'd have to like take the block out in the parking lot and like <laughs> put it in a faraday cage right and then test water without it and then bring it in the room into the lab and then do the testing that's interesting i didn't think about that yeah because and we will explain of course what we're talking about but um like this is the infinity block right yes and then the other one i have the quantum block we'll explain why they're not together in a moment but i sort of forget that these emit this quantum energy into the field to varying degrees of distance. Um, and I think I've made the mistake that I made earlier of putting them too close together. Like I think at one point I had one of these next to my bed and maybe that was a little too close. So that's, that's super interesting. I think by now most of us know that minerals are important, but it's really tough to know which minerals to take without knowing what you need. And mineral imbalance is a huge issue, so guesswork is pretty sketchy. Wouldn't it be great to know not only what minerals you need and which mineral levels are too high? Well, I recently found a very cool way to accurately test all of that and take the guesswork and wasted supplement spending out of the equation. I'm talking about upgraded formulas, upgraded hair test, and consultation. It's really fast and easy to do. You just cut a couple small hair samples, mail it in, and then book your consultation, during which one of their expert staff explains your mineral levels and even your heavy metal toxicity. We just sent in my wife Allison's test and got some good and not so good news. She was luckily very low in lead and mercury, which is awesome, but we also found high aluminum, which is less than ideal. Luckily, her mineral levels look super solid overall, but her magnesium levels were a bit high and her selenium a bit low. So with that accurate information at hand, we did a heavy metals detox protocol to get that aluminum down and also determined that she does not need to supplement magnesium for the time being, but that it would do her some good to up her selenium intake. And not only does upgraded formulas have you covered on the test and consultation, but they also happen to make the best absorbed nano minerals I've ever found. Getting your minerals right can sort out hidden deficiencies that are affecting thyroid, adrenal, and many other systems in your body. So I highly recommend you check out the test and consultation 
at UpgradedFormulas.com. Now, you can also save 15% off your first purchase by using the code Luke at checkout. That link, again, is UpgradedFormulas.com. But on the water piece, and then we will kind of give an overview of what this technology even is and how it works. What I find compelling, I think, about the water research, so at the Emoto Lab, and then as I was discussing with you earlier, uh, this woman, uh, Austin Veda, who does a similar kind of photography. And one might think like, okay, so what? So you took some water crystals and made them look pretty from praying on it or putting them in a Leela, you know, block or something. But what's always really been um, compelling to me is that on a molecular level, molecule for molecule, the human body is 99 or so percent water. And then on a volume basis, we're, you know, 70 to 90, depending on who you ask and what part of the body you're talking about. So I look at the human body as essentially a bag of water. We're like a walking fish tank with like elastic protoplasmic skin, but we're literally just like this crystalline water form and all of the fluids, all of the blood, the lymphatic, um, you know, um, digestive juices and fluids our tears, our sexual reproduction fluids, like all that stuff is water. So if we can do anything that has an effect on water objectively, you would think that if we're in exposing ourselves to that field, that it's also having the effect on our water, which I know we're going to talk about in the um, live blood cell analysis and show some compelling stuff there. So I'm just obsessed with anything that improves water quality because I know that it's going to be having the same effect on on me as a giant bag of water. Yep. 185 pounds of water to be exact. Okay, so with this Emoto testing, we kind of have covered that. Let's rewind a little bit for people that got skipped over. What was the um, kind of the origin of, of how you guys first created this technology and how it's evolved? And then I definitely want to get into uh, some of the research and testing. And then I really want to get into the weeds um, later on about the multitude of ways in which one can use this stuff because I have a bunch of this around and I don't know if I'm using it right. Friends ask me all the time, hey, I have the Leela necklace or the cards and I don't know what I'm doing. So I want to just educate people because many people listening will probably already have your stuff. So bring me back to like the first device, how that came to be and how it's evolved. Yeah. So first of all, we have developed the technology that can imprint pure quantum energy into any object. And obviously, then also you can leverage it for physiological organisms. That's the one thing that we have created. That's the infinity block here or that quantum block. And the other part of what we do is that we develop certain frequencies. And those frequencies are for use cases like, you know, if you have anxiety or panic, then we have a frequency specifically for that. Or even one for weight loss, we have one. And I never, that was not my idea, honestly. That was really people in our community asking us because they, they knew that the frequency cards worked for them, but they struggled with weight loss. And I never really thought about weight loss a lot. And, and that would have been the last product to develop, frankly, from my perspective. But they wanted it. So we developed it. Then we tested it. Three rounds of testing and included the community actually in the last round of testing. And, and everybody was happy with it. So we, we created that. And then we have other frequencies. So those are the uh, two things we have developed. And then we combine them also in certain ways. Like, you know, in this capsule, 
you have quantum energy, but you have specific frequencies also. So that's what we do. And how did this come about? I mean, it was really my journey. You know, I, was, I used to be a corporate guy, vice president at T-Mobile, uh, running 14 countries in Europe and then in, in the US as well. That's actually how I bumped into EMF the first time, just on the other side, if you will. <laughs> you, you, you gotta, you're in repentance now for like helping to proliferate <laughs> EMF and 5G working for T-Mobile. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm neutralizing the karma yeah, exactly. of the telecommunications industry exactly. right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you think about it that way. Well, anyway. I mean, uh, one could say, though, if you were unknowingly contributing to the electrosmog and you were just you know, doing your job and being a great guy to work with and serving people, because the other side of that is like you're helping people get data. I always wonder about that. Like, what are the karmic implications if you're contributing to something that harms people, but your intention is ignorant of that and you are in fact trying to help people because yeah. i love having cell service but i don't like you know i don't like cell towers you know so it's, it's a funny thing yeah i mean there's certainly a difference you know whether someone knows that and and does it or doesn't and i must say really at the time when i was there Nobody had any idea really about that. It wasn't a topic and it wasn't a topic just because people wanted to silence it. It was just not a topic. No one had the awareness really of it. And, you know, maybe some some people at the very top, you know, may have obviously had those insights, but really none of the people I worked with really knew anything about that. And they focused on the good things and were all positive about, you know, helping people be more connected and all of that. So that was really the focus. I think by now it has changed a bit because especially with 5G coming up, people have learned a lot more about EMF, you know, and, and frankly, 3G was already very bad. That was actually very bad. There are some studies out there that are quite crazy and they're very hard to find, but 3G wasn't fun. And 3G is actually being rolled out again now with 5G together. Most people don't know that. That makes it even worse. But anyway, so, you know, that's, I think it's always two sides, right? So, you know, it has benefits. EMF has negatives. And, and one of the things that the technology actually does is it neutralizes and harmonizes EMF completely. Um, but back to the story. So, we, we figured at some point there are some devices out there that, you know, do a little bit with EMF. And then there are some devices that work with some energies most of which actually don't use any pure quantum energy. It's it's usually earthbound energies, you know, it works with some crystals or stuff like that, which is all kind of nice, but it's it's a completely different level. And then uh, you find a couple companies out there that do use uh, actual quantum energy, but they combine it with electric brute force or magnetic brute force. And, and so that's what you don't want to do because you have then the benefit of the quantum energy while you're adding energetic distress to the human body or any physiological organism, which happens, for example, if you, if you were to put magnets in this thing here, you, you can charge a magnet for some time, that's fine. But for a prolonged period of times, if you had magnets in there, uh, then it would destabilize the field. It would be as if I get hit in the back constantly and I do that and then I need to sit up straight again and I do that like 100 times a second. That's kind of how that field then, you know, behaves and these energetic waves, you know, get to the human body as 
and, and you feel it as stress, literally. And so we eliminated that. So we're really the first ones out there that have developed something without any brute force. That's why it's not plugged in. People may wonder, well, it's not plugged in. It can't work. Well, you know, you're not plugged in either. So do you work? Yes, you work. So it's really, you know, you don't have to be plugged in for something to work. There doesn't need to be battery. Um, and just because it's invisible for the human eye also doesn't mean that it doesn't work, right? Uh, wind is still there, even you can't see it. Or, you know, what did Ian Mitchell say? If someone were to um, point a microwave gun at you, uh, <laughs> I'm sure you'd feel it. Totally. I mean, well, when you hold your cell phone, I mean, many people report, and I've experienced this too. I have FLFE on my cell phone now, and it, I call, call it placebo, call it the real thing, but I find it doesn't happen um, as much. But, you know, if you hold your phone, your hand starts like getting sore and kind of burning, you know, those of us that are more sensitive to it. So I think that's the difficulty in kind of sharing this type of technology and just this whole school of quantum thought is that it's outside of the realm of the particle, right? It's like pre-particle, it's the wave. And so that's great. And, you know, if you have a relatively open mind, you can understand that there is much more than uh, meets the eye, right? You just walk into a room and you feel good vibes or bad vibes. And if someone walked in right now that I didn't know, I would have a different level of say, love or familiarity than I do for you, having hung out with you on a number of occasions, right? It's like, what is that? You can't really quantify it, but yet we know it's there. I think what's tricky with that is because this realm can't be quote-unquote proven because you're, it evades your senses, except maybe your, your sixth sense. So then a lot of people come out with products and stuff like that and try to make money calling it quantum, right? All these little stickers on your phone and not saying all of them are fake, but I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff out there that's being marketed as, hey, well, you can't see it because it's quantum, but it probably is fake, whether they know it or not, or, or, or it's just ineffective, right? So I always <clears throat> like struggle trying to help people understand this stuff and also how you vet it, right? And so we're going to get into your studies and that's one great way to do that. But before we do, you're talking about the interactions between these energies and the different type of quantum technologies that exist out there. Just as a personal question, that'll probably inform some of the listeners. Do you see any sort of um, possible negative consequences of stacking these energies in your home? For example, I have the Focus Life Force Energy, FLFE, of which I'm a massive fan. So I have that on, it's actually on the office here. It's on my phone, Allison's phone, our temporary apartment. It's on our house. When I travel, I put it on my hotel room. I feel much better when it's on. And they have some studies that help to prove its you know, legitimacy. And then I have the Soma Vedic units, the little ground up precious and semi-precious stones. And then also this company called Blue Shield, that has these uh, plug-in devices that emit scalar waves. I think that's it. <laughs> and then I have the Leela. But I have all this shit on all the time. I have them in my car, you know, in all the places where I exist. And I just think, well, more is better. And sometimes that's true and sometimes not. Do you see any possible, you know, canceling out or, or kind of creating a chaotic field when I think I'm actually harmonizing the field? Depending on what the other devices are, you know, they you can create too many signals. But the one thing about this is since this is pure essential quantum energy, it doesn't interfere with any of these other devices. Really, the only other company out there that also works with a really good field 
is FLFE. However, their their level, the the consciousness level that's on is way below what you get with an infinity block, way below. So it's just there for you as a signal anyway. It, it really doesn't do anything. If you have an infinity block at home or at least upgraded to a certain level, let's say, because it needs to match also the, the quantum consciousness levels on the outside and not just uh, here in this field, then you don't need anything else, frankly, because it already covers it. And you can certainly, for your mind or whatever, do other things on top of that. But, you know, if, if it, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't really have an effect. Thank you for answering that and as diplomatically as possible. I think because of my past experience of being injured by, uh, by radiation from living under these two cell towers unknowingly. Now I'm, I really hedge my bets. Like I'm just super EMF paranoid. I try to share with people, don't be paranoid, just be aware and, you know, try to mitigate in, in whatever practical uh, ways you can, because it's like the fight or flight nervous system response, because you're thinking about all the EMF is probably as bad for you as actually being in next to the Wi-Fi router, you know? The router's there and you're thinking like, I'm getting cancer right now is, is much worse, I think, for your physiology. So because of that, I'm just super extreme. Shielding all the bedrooms, all the things are on. Um, and it probably is, in my case, um, overkill. But so, and, and you bring yeah. up a good point though, because we tell people always, ultimately, you don't need any product, neither from someone else nor our product, because you have the full consciousness to actually deal with all of those frequencies. The problem is we haven't unlocked enough of our consciousness in order to be there and be that expanded and that present to deal with it. But if we are, we don't need any of those products. So also look at our products as tools, right? A bridge to bridge the gap until you unlock more of that consciousness. And I'm sure your listeners, obviously, they're on the path, right? To figure out, okay, how can they optimize their health and wellness? But probably they're interested in consciousness as well. And it's, it's, it's not really about expanding the consciousness. The consciousness is always there at full. It's about unlocking the access to it and, and opening that. And the more conscious we become and the more we unlock, the less we actually need things like that. And, and and I think that should be the message. Um, and 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 then indeed with EMF, if you go into the fear, then you're vibrating in that, and you're rather calling in the difficulties of what it can do. But if you say, "Well, I can easily deal with that," then you already have, you know, a head start basically. And so it's it's really about our own intention and how we look at these things, and then that can certainly help with that as well. <laughs> That's a very good point. It reminds me of an interview I did with uh, Bruce Lipton. And this was right after that cell tower thing that I had. And I said, you know, around the biology of belief, right? And just the power of thoughts and intention. And, and I said, do, do you, I think something to the effect, I asked him, do you think it's possible that at a certain level of consciousness that your energy body could override or supersede the negative impacts of EMF? And he said, yeah, absolutely. To your point. And when you were saying that, it reminded me of the, the famous Ram Das story where he was in India um, sitting with his guru named Karoli Baba. And, you know, he was taking all this LSD and stuff. And his guru asked him for some of that medicine. Give me some of that medicine. He said, no, 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 you know, no, Baba, I can't give it to you, right? And he, he persisted. And so he finally gave him some acid. 
quite a lot of it and and literally nothing happened, right? And then he thought he thought that maybe he faked it, you know? And then on a, on a later occasion, he asked for some more and he watched him take it. You know, I don't know how many, 20 hits or something, just ridiculous amount of LSD. And again, nothing happened. And it was so poignant um, and, and, and to the point that you just made, specifically that what we're all really striving for is to elevate our consciousness. And um, to, to the degree uh, we're able to do that is the degree to which we are susceptible to outside influences in the material world. You know, kind of the, the density of the material human form is definitely affected by our light body. But I like that we have tools like this along the way because it's a journey. Who knows how many lifetimes it's going to take someone to get to where you're immune to LSD. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I'm not there yet as far as I can tell. All right, you guys, let's give some love to one of my all-time favorite products, the old school Organifi Green Juice. If you want to get 12 superfoods packed with vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants into your body without spending $10 to $15 on a bottled juice, this stuff is the answer. Now, I'm going to be real. I'm not a big salad or even vegetable guy, but I have always been a fan of green juice. However, green juice has some issues apart from the crazy high cost of organic fresh pressed juice, such as the fact that if you make it yourself, it's very time consuming and messy as hell in the kitchen, not to mention the limited shelf life of fresh juice. And even if you're buying high quality produce, it's likely that it was grown with suspect irrigation water and NPK fertilizers. I sometimes think about the amount of water in something like celery or cucumbers, for example. So unless I grow up myself or know the farmer, I'm not that excited about drinking it on a regular basis. And lastly, a lot of green juice just frankly tastes nasty. Not Organifi Green, though. With epic ingredients like moringa, ashwagandha, spirulina, chlorella, matcha powder, turmeric, wheatgrass, and beet powder... This stuff is not only power packed with nutrition, but I got to say, somehow they actually figured out a way to make it taste delicious, like really delicious. You might even be able to trick your kids into drinking it. It tastes so good. To swoop up some of this sweet green goodness, just go to Organifi.com slash lifestylist. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. Organifi.com slash lifestylist and use the code lifestylist for 20% off any item in the store. With the EMF, though, how does Leela Quantum Tech um, work to help harmonize that field? There's a lot of confusion with people around something blocking EMF in the, you know, in the world of form and then the harmonizing of the unseen realm of the energetics of it. Yep. And I, I'm always trying to clear this up with people because they're like, what? I could put my phone there with an EMF meter and nothing changes when it's next to the Leela. But if you put it in a Faraday bag, it kills the signal. And then you're, it's the difference, I guess, between the, the quantum and the physical realm. So how is this kind of bridging that? Yeah, great question. So we do both. We have clothing that is EMF protective. So it's made with high purity silver fabrics. And like the hat that you like to oh, wear yeah. and, you know. I brought it, I brought it to show people. Um, this freaking cap right here. This thing is freaking awesome. I, I literally wear this every night um, because it also works as an eye mask. And where I am, my, my room is not shielded because it's a temporary place, but I travel with this thing. I think once I lost mine, I was like, Philip, send me another one. <laughs> but it's so cool and badass. Also really good for the plane. And this, you could put your phone inside, seal it up and test, and there's no signal. It actually blocks. But I think this also is charged with quantum energy too, right? 
Correct. Yeah. So it, okay. it blocks on one hand, and the same with the T-shirts and the the quantum jacket and so on. But we infuse the silver also with quantum energy, so you're getting an additional benefit. So it's blocking EMF on one hand, and on the other hand, it provides you with the pure quantum energy that's beneficial to water, to your body, to you know, uh, basically any physiological organism. And that has been shown and proven in, in multiple studies, by the way. But so that's the blocking effect, right? So the other one is the harmonizing and the neutralizing of EMF. And how does that work? EMF spins in a certain way and and hits your body in a certain way. You know, and a good analogy would be, you know, if I hit you in the face now, uh, it would hurt, um, right? And or if you do the same with me, it would hurt. Um, but if then there's a movement suddenly and you're converting that into acupressure right then it's actually beneficial so it's still a touch you're still using your hands and, and all of that but it's a completely different different way on how it hits my body or your body the same with emf so this converts it and transforms it in a way that it is beneficial to the human body rather than um it's destructive or harmful and well, yeah, that, that guy just talks. You know, if, if you say that, okay, we have uh, the proof for that because, of course, we know seers and healers, they can see this, right? They, they know exactly what it does with the energy, but we know 99% of the people are not there yet. So we have done all these tests and experiments that culminated into various different studies. And now, even with randomized sham controlled double-blind and single-blind studies, really the absolute gold standard of studies um, in, in actually multiple realms. And one is the lifeblood analysis that I would like to highlight because it's such an amazing tool for people that don't know what that is. You, you have a, mar a microscope and you can look at the blood, um, the lifeblood basically, and the it's, it's dark and the blood cells are illuminated so that you can see actually what's going on with your blood. Funny side story that 20 years ago in the US, they decided to charge a practitioner that wants to use it $100,000 per year uh, in order to use a dark field microscopy as an analysis tool. And that's why it kind of almost disappeared here in the US, which is kind of interesting because it's, in, it's a fascinating tool. It's your freaking blood and you can see what's happening. You can, you can take a pill and see what's happening. You can... Um, you know, set up a Wi-Fi router and you can see what's happening in your blood and you can do lots of other things. You can always see what's happening with your blood, with your red blood cells, with your white blood cells in in real time. It's amazing. So anyway... Um, Let me hold that thought um, on the live blood cell analysis. This, this has always fascinated me. Um, about God, 15, maybe 20 years ago, uh, I had a live blood cell analysis done. I used to do it semi-often. Uh, but I had one done at a conference where they were selling these Magnetico sleep pads, these magnetic um, kind of unidirectional pads. I still sleep on this thing. Uh, and they said, you know, watch this. And they took my blood. And they showed it was all coagulated and stacked. Those little, what do they call them? Like little coin rolls, you know, where your red blood cells are all clumped together. I laid on this freaking thing for 10 minutes. They did another one and my blood is beautiful and totally clear. It's, I mean, it's real stuff. But to your point of them trying to charge practitioners a hundred grand a year to use that. I mean, that's very telling, right? If, if, I mean, the conspiratorial side of me would say like, 
oh, it's because it makes it much easier to get well, right? And those poor practitioners, I mean, it costs like maybe a couple hundred bucks to go get your blood analyzed. So how many patients would you have to see in a day if that was your kind of, you know, linchpin modality that you're using? It's just so prohibitive to, you know, to, to making it available. Indeed. So it's, it's almost impossible now for practitioners here in the US, but you can use it as a research tool. Uh, so okay. uh, if you're just a researcher, then, uh, then you can use it. And uh, yeah, so we have found Dr. Beverly Rubik, which is, she's probably the one in the US in terms of study design and, and lifeblood analysis since three decades she's been doing that. Uh, UC Berkeley, and, and she's been published in so many different peer-reviewed papers and so on. And, and how we found her is actually interesting. Someone sent me a podcast and she was talking about the detrimental effects of EMF. And now she's not like a woo-woo person at all. She's super scientific, like super, super scientific. And uh, she was very concerned in that podcast. And she had done a few studies actually to prove how detrimental EMFs are, the various Gs. And, and then she was concerned about humanity in general and was saying, well, we need some solutions or we need to change things up. So I reached out to her and said, we may have the solution for that. And she was like, wow, this sounds great. And she looked at everything and she saw you know, some of our before and after pictures that, that, that we had shown on the website at that time. And But she said, well, I, I still don't believe this is true or this is really working. And so then I asked her, okay, so what would it take for you to, uh, to actually say this works? Well, I would have to design the study. It needs to be randomized, shame controlled, double blind, um, or at least single blind. And uh, yeah, then I would tell you, and the you know, long story short, she started the first study with only four test persons. And I said, well, this is four test persons. That's not enough for me. And she said, well, my assumption is it's not going to work. I'm not going to blow your budget. I'm a responsible person. So we'll do that. And if it works, then we know it works. And then we'll just do the next one larger so we can show the statistical significance. And then she was blown away during her own study because with all of those four test persons in 100% of the cases, each time she tested it, it worked. It worked to such a degree that was unheard of. Nothing she's ever seen before. And, and then she actually told me in, in the phone call after, well, you have the solution for a lot of the problems that are going on right now for all the blood clotting and, and all of that. This reverses stage one and stage two of blood clotting, right? That's what it does. Now we can actually claim that and, and, and say that publicly because it's been proven um, beyond a doubt now with statistical significance in her follow-up study where again in 100% of the cases that's what happened not just like randomly or with you know 30 out of 100 or so no in 100% of the cases that's that happened. crazy so how, in terms of the the clotting thing is very interesting and people have to read between the lines on that one <laughs> <Like> my <laughs> listeners will know what we're talking about uh, but uh, with the EMF, um, you know, how did how did she do this? Did she, you know, put the the subject in a room and there's a Wi-Fi router next to him, or you know, how, how was she able to determine? Because as we said, you you're not blocking EMF with with one of these blocks, right? You're you're harmonizing the field. So what you have to measure is the effect of your technology on the human body, not on the field itself, because you can't actually 
visibly see that. So how yeah. did she conduct that test? Yeah, so and we have multiple versions of that now and, and not only by her, also the Base Institute has run lifeblood analysis, double-blind studies now for us. And um, so the, the first few studies by her were done in a way that people come in and they get their blood tested. Then she sets up the Wi-Fi router and um, then, and I think she does it right next door um, you know that people don't even see it's on and then you can see the effects already it's 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 crazy i need to i need to send you those pictures if you guys have the chance to edit these in i think oh, yeah, people yeah. would appreciate it we'll we'll put them in the show notes again people find those uh, we'll definitely put those photos in lukestory.com/quantum yeah, we'll, we'll put it so it'll go out, you know, on the show notes page, like the blog post for this episode. Yeah, well, that'd be awesome because it, it, it's it's crazy. Like literally, someone that doesn't know anything about dark field microscopy can tell what the huge difference then is, and and it's heavy. So, and then um, after, um, I think several minutes of exposure, they introduced the the quantum block, um, and so. What she studied at first was people put their hands in there for just 10 minutes. And, and the, the Wi-Fi stayed on, obviously. And, and you'll, you can see in real time how the blood changes and optimizes and goes back to absolutely normal and beautiful. And then actually, in most cases, was better than the first test. And this is with the Wi-Fi signal present. With, with the Wi-Fi yeah. signal present. And so what you're describing is someone's holding their hand inside the block, like those watching on the video now can can see. Yep, or just laying it in comfortably okay. on, the, on, the, on, the, on the plate, exactly. But the same thing um, happens also, just not that fast, if, if you're just sitting here or if you're just in the field of this, because this has a large field. This actually has a field of... Over a kilometer, I think this is a fourth generation, if I'm not mistaken. So this is way over a kilometer of a field. So within 500 meters at minimum, it neutralizes the EMF. And certainly if you're in the same room or same house, uh, there's there's no more EMF to worry about. That's so crazy, dude. Cause <laughs> it's As I said, I have all the things on, you know, because I hear you say that and I see the study, the live blood cell, the photos are there, I can see them. I trust the you know the the scientist that's doing it, right? Still, I'm still so paranoid. Like I still have my Wi-Fi on a timer and in the new house is, you know, everything's shielded. Every bedroom's a Faraday cage and stuff. It's crazy just like how even for me, knowing you and your integrity, understanding kind of how this works, I'm still like, yeah, but I still got to turn the Wi-Fi off or like I don't want my cell phone close to me. I'm so kind of micro-traumatized by the EMF uh, stuff and just, you know, seeing the science on it. It's still hard for me to know like, yeah, just leave it alone. Have all smart stuff and, you know, smart refrigerator and all that. Just keep it all on. No problem as long as you have this. I mean, do you think it really negates any negative impact of that stuff? Yeah, no, it absolutely does. And, and you know, it, it can be proven by looking at the blood, but you can also do heart rate variability testing. You know, if you want to do those tests, you can do bio-well testing. I mean, all those kinds of things you can do. And they all show the very same thing, um, that there's all those detrimental effects are completely neutralized. And, and even more, right? You know, in most cases, actually more. Maybe you have out of 10 people, 
at least six or seven of those have better results than than actually before ready in just a very short time frame. And then we know already that, you know, if you left your hands in longer or you sit in the energy longer, uh, the effects, you know, accumulate to to even better. You know, it's literally, it, it upgrades your cells and it upgrades your own vibration. And it um, it helps you to to get more actually into that consciousness level yourself to to take care of these things. So that's all what it does. But on a, just a physical level, yeah, there's no uh, no negative effects anymore. You don't have to worry. Um, that's crazy. <laughs> okay. I'm... But hey, you know, as long as you feel good with all the shielding and everything, yeah. do that. And then at some point, you may get to the point where you're like, okay, so maybe I'll transform that that keeps me doing all that. And then at some point, that may change. And that's, you know, everyone is at their own point with all the different things that we do. But yeah, we can say this now, uh, definitely, you know, we have enough proof from three different continents, so many institutes and doctor's offices. It's It happens and it happens in 100% of the cases. Wow. Yeah. And so cool. What if we could, okay, I'm just going to dream big here. What if we could take your technology and essentially like, wrap all cell towers in this type of material. <laughs> so imagine, you know, maybe you have imagined this, I'm, I, I'm hoping and guessing, but you know, imagine if every cell tower here in Austin, I mean, I don't even go downtown a lot because it's just 5G everywhere. It gives me a headache. But imagine if there's a way you could just, you know, transmute the field coming off those towers and still have the same potency of um, data and actually be helping heal people. I mean, you could effectively like blanket a whole city in this quantum energy if you had enough of the material to do it. And, you know, obviously the municipalities that are installing that stuff would be willing to do so, which is a stretch. But I mean, do you think that would work on a large scale? It would work, but it's probably, it may be fairly expensive and difficult. And then what if, you know, the ones that would not like um, this to be neutralized and just disassemble, disassemble the plate. So that would be, right. you know, one of the considerations. However, you know, now we're going a little bit into the woo-woo stuff, but I already have the science in my backpack for that as well. The Base Institute just completed a, um, a randomized double-blind study and I got the results last night. So it was just like very timely for this uh, today. Um, we have a quantum upgrade uh, service coming and that's basically leveraging our technology um, and we've further developed it. And they tested the very same thing that Dr. Rubik proved with putting your hands in there, now with actually remote charging. And we use on the Hawkins scales levels that are unheard of and we'll get to that in a, in a second. It'll, it'll blow even your mind, I, I, I know, and you'll, you'll love it. Um, but again, in 100% of the cases, the results are positive and it's, it's, it's amazing how it works. It's absolutely amazing. And you could, you know, charge the cell phone towers in a different way without using the material. If you use the right, right dose of, you know, quantum consciousness levels. And that is definitely something that we've been asked for before and you know we'll we'll probably test that and see and yeah maybe there's some things because we're a conscious company you know we plant a tree for every purchase 
we support kids in India, autistic kids in India. So we've been thinking about giving blocks to hospitals or children hospitals and things like that. And maybe something along those lines, if it's the right thing to do, at some point we may help facilitate. We won't do it until it's very clear and it's a very clear calling because, you know, there's nothing to manipulate. We, we don't want to manipulate. We don't want to interfere with anything. So it needs to be very clear that, okay, it's the right thing to do to, you know, neutralize all cell towers in Austin, as an example, right? It, it's not just because we want something that, that it shouldn't come from that. It should be really the right thing to do. And then we would do it. That's interesting. It's, it's nuanced, right? Because I don't like that I'm being forced to bathe in these frequencies, right? I mean, I guess I'm not forced. I could go live in the middle of the ocean or something. I don't know how you get away from them. Probably even radar RF out there. But So I don't like that. But to your point, someone you know, living around where you would be theoretically doing what you described, where you're changing the field or you know the frequency coming off a cell tower, well, they didn't ask you to do that. You, know, you don't have permission to do that, but we're already giving in without permission too. You know, Verizon doesn't care if you want, you know, stacked two, three, four, five G coming in your bedroom every night. Um, So that's interesting. Believe it or not, there are only a few nutritional supplements that I take every single day. So these are the critical vitamins and minerals we need for baseline health that are often difficult to derive from food. And one non-negotiable nutrient is vitamin K2. A vitamin K2 deficiency can cause major heart circulation and bone problems, including coronary artery disease, heart disease, bone spurs, kidney stones and liver stones, plaque in your heart vessels, and even major cardiac events. So I get my daily vitamin K2 from Just Thrive. It's the only K2 product on the market with 320 micrograms of pharmaceutical-grade K27, which is the optimal daily amount. And K2 is not just a favor to mine. There are a grip of scientific studies proving how beneficial it is. For example, in 1990, the Rotterdam study looked at people from eastern Japan who consumed high amounts of vitamin K2. More than 4,800 plus participants were given 50 micrograms of natural K2 on a daily basis for more than 10 years, and the results were insane. The participants showed a 50% decrease in cardiovascular events and mortality, 25% decrease in all-cause mortality, 25% reduced risk for dying from any disease across the board, and a 25% increased rate of living longer and healthier. Really cool stuff. Vitamin K2 supports healthy heart, circulation, brain, bones, and nerves. It also encourages healthy blood sugar levels and maintains healthy arteries. It really is a critical nutrient. And right now you can get 15% off on everything that Just Thrive carries, including K2. Get over to justthrivehealth.com and use the code LUKE15 at checkout. That's justthrivehealth.com and the code is LUKE15. Uh, What do you got there, dude? That's our new travel block. No way. Travel and car block, I must say, because you can put in your car too. That's so funny. On the way over here, I was like, you told me before that I could put, this is the quantum block, those watching on the video. You told me before I could take one of these two and just keep it in my back seat because I get smoked driving, you know, these, all these new cars, even if you don't, I don't have an electric car, the wife does, but people always ask me like, oh, isn't the EMF bad in the Teslas? I'm like, in all cars that have chips, it's off the charts. 
doesn't matter what, if it's electric or gas. But I haven't put it in my car because I keep this one in uh, our living room. And then this is the infinity block. And then the quantum block is in our kitchen. And Alice and I constantly charge all of our supplements. We put our meals in there, every glass of water. Like It's just like a little assembly line. So I haven't wanted to surrender them out of the house to put them in the car. So that is dope. Yeah, and this is actually customized for you. No and way. Do you want to know where this is on the Hawkins scale? Please. 1,062. Really? And the Hawkins scale is only up to 1,000. You know that, right? Yeah, so, yeah. And uh, yeah, we've been actually already having uh, the seventh generation Infinity Block. That will be this, just uh, further upgraded at 1,152. Wow. And that's actually also what we're going to use in a slightly different version uh, for the quantum upgrade. And then there will be different levels. But we found a way on how to program it that it wouldn't overwhelm anyone's nervous system, even if you, you, know, you charged yourself completely with this right now, put your hands in there for a very long time. It, it doesn't do that anymore. Um, so that is pretty awesome. And the reason why Hawkins at the time, he couldn't see above 1,000, to be honest, at the time. And the main reason, there are two reasons for that, but, but the main reason for that is actually that the energy on Earth, it wasn't ready at that time when he was writing the book and setting up the scale for levels that are possible now. The, and, and which is, that's a great message actually. So for everyone out there that's really like thinking about consciousness and, you know, development of, you know, how it's going to continue here on earth, that's a great message because the vibration is changing here and it's absolutely possible to get way higher. So uh, that's yours. Oh my God. Thank you so much. That's so cool. Yeah. The car definitely needs support because the car <laughs> is another one. I have like all these different devices in there and stuff. And I'm like, you don't know which one's working, but this, this is super cool. Uh, for those listening, when you referred, thank Let's you for that. Let's put it there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Too close. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to tell me why that's the case too. For people listening, when you mentioned, oh, the Hawkins scale, I want everyone to know, we'll put in the show notes. I've done a couple episodes uh, with the guys from FLFE where we unpack the work of Dr. David R. Hawkins, uh, most famous for his book, Power Versus Force, which in which he described how he was um, able to use kinesiology or muscle testing to determine levels of consciousness for which he created uh, essentially an arbitrary scale or map with, you know, bacteria, amoeba, viruses being, you know, one, two, five in that range, and then up to a thousand Christ, Buddhahood, consciousness, et cetera, and everywhere in between. So that's what Philip's referring to. If you want to learn more about that, we'll, uh, we'll direct you to those episodes. So when you're kind of adopting um, one method of testing and determining where on that scale uh, of consciousness your stuff is hitting and kind of fine-tuning that. Do you have people on your team or our mutual friend, Ian Mitchell, that are helping to do that testing and find those values? Or how are you arriving at these numbers? So originally, we looked at the actual quantum consciousness levels. That has nothing to do with the Hawkins scale, frankly. Um, the only problem is that most people most people on earth really can't see those or validate those. And for them, it's an, it's this scale that is, they're not familiar with. The Hawkins scale, um, on the contrary, is something that a lot of people have heard of already. And it, and it gives them something, a point of reference, if you will. So we then started to have our products tested also 
in reference to the Hawkins scale, which the Hawkins scale does not at all tell you how many quantum consciousness levels something has because it's just a scale. It's like a percentage, you know, zero to 100 or something like that, uh, if, if you will. It's not the actual levels. And then we started using that as well just because people understood it more. And yeah, we have people that we work with, actually not our own employees, <laughs> obviously. I mean, we, we, we can do that, but we give it to other people that then, and, and it's always several that calibrate it. And then, you know, we know exactly where it's at. Oh, so you'll have multiple people do muscle testing to determine the value and then corroborate those results to find the most accurate number? No, it's always the same. And it's uh, one is calibrating through muscle testing and the other one is just seeing it. Oh, you know, okay. I've spoken about Roman Hafner before. Like he don't, doesn't need to muscle test. That's way too complicated for him. <laughs> because, right. you know, it's just like he just knows it. Like he can digitally look at it and he's like, okay, it's that. It's right there. But then, you know, again, because Hawkins scale is so used to be um, looked at with muscle testing, we added that basically that we have it muscle tested too, just for people, you know, for their minds, you know, okay, yeah, it's also been muscle tested. Yes, it's exactly at that point. And yes, you can muscle test it as well. It'll come out at the very same number. It may come out higher at some point because, um, you know, the levels and the energy doesn't, get weaker, rather get stronger over time and usage. That's okay. how it works. Okay, cool. Um, with those levels of consciousness, which are essentially, uh, I guess, a, a value of power, right? Like power versus force, right? So you have um, higher levels of consciousness inherently possess more power um, and have a stronger effect on the field. In Hawkins' work, the way that he framed that scale was capped at a thousand and and I think if I have this right, after listening to thousands of hours of it, I was listening to him this morning when I watched the sunrise. I listened to him almost every day still after all these years. But it was that the human body itself as a vessel uh, couldn't handle more than the level 1,000. And past that, you you know, even Jesus was 1,000, right? Past that, you get into archangels and other realms and dimensions of being that don't uh, that aren't encumbered by a physical body that would have to withstand essentially what might be described as that much electricity that much energy so if the devices that that you guys have now are calibrating plus a thousand is that creating an ambient field in your home or car or environment that's at that or is it like how how far does it go what effect does that have like if my human body maxes out at a thousand and this thing's a thousand ten or whatever how am i handling being around it do you know what i'm getting at yeah absolutely and so the the, the answer is first of all and that's the reason why he at the time couldn't determine anything above 1000 because it simply wasn't possible right that physical beings can vibrate at such a high level uh, or be around these fields frankly and, and now that is possible and, you know, it'll be interesting to see where we're going to be in five years. But, but hey, there's, there's a big shift right now that is very visible in that regard. No, um, so if this has 942 uh, on the Hawkins scale, uh, then that's exactly inside the plates right now. Oh, okay. And outside, you know, we would have to now calibrate that. But if we didn't have any other devices in here, it would probably be at at least 800 
something along those lines, 750 to 840, something like that, I would say. And then less and less and less, the further you walk away from the field because it, it's kind of like a quantum sun. It goes into all directions. But at some point, you know, uh, there's no energy anymore. Like if you, if you walk sure. far enough. Sure. And that's kind of how it works. And then if you have a second device, then it can amplify it a little bit more um, inside the home, not within the plates. That's pretty much how it works. And now the way we've programmed, you know, these devices and actually also the real ones that we're going to sell here, the, um, the travel blocks, they're weaker but they're also already quite powerful. And it's it's done in a way where there's no issue with the with the nervous system. So even if you're someone that has never heard of consciousness, never done any energy work, and you're totally new to this, right? And you're like not transparent at all, you're you're just a fairly sick person, all of that. If if you hold your hands in one of those super high devices that are not harmonized to that point it can kick your detox effects just like that uh, your nervous system can get overwhelmed and you know that's nothing like super bad it's just like you would notice some sweating possibly and you'll like <laughs> oh my god yeah, you know it's getting hot in here but it's not like the, the that heat it's the it's a different type of energetic heat and so that's now kind of like neutralized uh in a way because it kind of picks up the person where he's at it's very difficult to describe so it's it's kind of a buffering effect uh, maybe yeah could be described as that yeah but even with with this uh you know with the with the infinity blocks at home if 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 that level may feel like wow you know there's so much energy after a few weeks at some point or or then after three four months you'll look at this and you're like oh i wonder if this has gotten a little bit weaker and, and you know what that tells you is that actually you upgraded your cells and your consciousness vibrates at a higher level because this does not get weaker at all. As I said, it rather gets a little bit stronger over time than weaker. It's just yourself because you're so much used to being a high consciousness field that, yeah, you're picking that up and you're, um, that's that. And, and that's actually a great message then. Right, you're acclimating to a higher altitude, essentially. Exactly, yeah. that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting, you know, um, in terms of what our nervous systems are capable of holding and the day-to-day -day functionality in these fields. For example, the FLFE guys, they have, I think the the standard home setting is like level 540, but then each day you can do a 30-minute boost. I think it's 600 for your home and 650 on your phone. I always do that when I'm going to meet the construction workers. I pull in the driveway and I'm like, boost, boost, because I just want the vibe high when I go in there because it's been such a freaking nightmare. But you know, they they could effectively turn it up to 2,000 or whatever, but they found kind of a sweet spot in that. And and I've asked them just personally off the record, like, hey, can I get you know the altar space in our house boosted to 800 or something? And they said they they would have the ability to do that, but if you tried to do anything else in there, you would be not very functional. You know, it's like, imagine if you're in a really heightened state from breath work, meditation, kundalini yoga, plant medicines, like you can't get anything done on your computer. You know, you couldn't sit down and do like menial tasks because you're just in too high of a state. So it sounds like you've found a way to create a field that 
doesn't have that type of interference where you can just go about your business and you know, be in your normal waking beta brainwave state and not just be totally zapped by this crazy high level of consciousness. Exactly. Absolutely right. So there's not at all uh, the need for you. I mean, especially you. Like you can easily be in an 800 field all the time. You can sleep in it. You can live in it. You can work in it easily and you'll perform super, super well. There's nothing that doesn't function. You're actually going to function better in such a field than in a low vibrational field. You know, because you've been dealing with these energies for a long time and all that, your consciousness is there. Um, you know, again, someone that has never done any, anything like that, they may have a hard time initially to be in an 800 or 900 field because they would, it would be way hotter on them, but for you, no problem whatsoever. Well, I mean, I am obviously enlightened, so, <laughs> you know, there's that. Uh, tell me why, <laughs> tell me why I, I, I'm getting there, you know, little by little every day. Um, I had both of these devices for those watching on, on camera again. When you came in, I was like, oh, I'll just put these both right here. And right when you walked in, you're like, no, dude, move that far away. Why would you not want to put the quantum and infinity block in that close proximity? What's mm -hmm. the deal with that? So we always recommend two to three meters apart. What's you know, that what's in that? feet? You always use the, the, yeah, the metric system and I'm like, what is it? It should be like six to 10 feet, six to nine okay. feet, more okay. or less. Yeah, six to nine feet, I think. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, and the reason is because they have their own field and it's, they, they need that space in order to properly function the way they're designed to and supposed to. Um, and the analogy is really like if, if you and I were tied to our backs and then we need to go about our days, you know, you couldn't really do the things that you need to do well and I couldn't do the things that I need to do well. So we need the space, right? And we even need the space if we just talk. Like if we just are tied together and then we need to do this interview, it'd be, you know, it's, it's just not comfortable. And that's the best analogy I can give. Like that's what we found that they need the separation of two to three meters as the minimum to function 100% ideal. Okay, cool. Yeah. And what about uh, if, if one has one of these blocks, is there any recommended proximity to your bed where you're spending all of that time in hopefully parasympathetic nervous system, relaxed, recuperating, detoxing, all of that stuff. Would you want to put it like on your nightstand and blast your head with it all night or is that too close? <laughs> Rather not. Okay. So you can do it after some time. Like I, I could do it. Uh, it's, it's not a problem. But for anyone that, you know, has this new or just gets this, definitely don't put it in your bedroom. Okay. Put it in your living room or anywhere else where you... Ours is, I might have asked you this before. Ours is in the living room on the coffee table. Yeah. You know? you know, wherever it feels good, frankly. And you can even move it. It's it's not a problem. But we don't recommend to have it in the bedroom at first. At some point, if you feel called to have it in the bedroom, put it there. And and frankly, when we travel in... or Obviously, you're in a hotel room, right? You usually don't have a house. <laughs> oh, my God. That little one I can bring to hotel rooms. Yeah, Because exactly. these are a little cumbersome. Yeah. I mean, I've never tried to fly with one of these. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And it even covers then, you know, um, it covers probably most of the hotels. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, my friend Marius, who's over working on the house right now, I think we got him. I think you helped me. Thank you for that. You gave me a discount. I wanted to hook him up because he, he's got some cancer on his face, some skin cancer. So I'm always like looking for things to help him. And I think he has not the infinity, but he has the quantum block. And I think so. And what he did is he, 
took one of the bars and I wanted to see if this is cool. He took one of the bars off. So it's got four sides. He took one of these off and we'll put his head in there yep. and like meditate or take a nap. And he's not sleeping in it, but I've, <laughs> I'm the nut. I've tried to stick my head in here. If I'm just having a hard day, I'm just like, ah, oh, I need quantum energy. And my big dome doesn't quite fit in here, but he solved that. And will essentially like lay yep. down. Is there any risk in that in a, in a you know, short uh, duration kind of thing. So if you have uh, metals uh, in your teeth, then we don't recommend that because it, you know, you can do that for like three, four minutes total, cumulative uh, with an infinity block. But with a quantum block, actually he has no issues with, because with a quantum block, you don't overcharge metals. But with an infinity block, you can overcharge metals. So metals shouldn't be charged in an infinity block more than three minutes. It's actually like four minutes, but we always say three to because people tend to forget time. Yeah, yeah. Cumulative, because then they overcharge the metal. So if you have a titanium screw in your knee, you don't want to have your knee in there for more than three minutes total. Um, at that point, and you know, if, if you put your foot in there, you can still put that in for days or nights. It doesn't matter as long as there's no metal in there. That's the okay. only thing um, we suggest if you have let's say there's someone that has titanium all over because they had like a super crash and they couldn't put any body part in there then they would need to put a picture in um, which works super super great um, it's not exactly the same on the phys physical level but it, it works well as well okay cool so that's what you cool. need to do um, explain the difference oh, there's so many you guys have so many cool little different products and stuff. I want to try to cover them in the time we have, but explain the difference between the um, infinity block, which has these three levels and the quantum block. Because if I have this right, you don't put items inside the infinity block to charge them like food and drinks and supplements and stuff like that. Almost. So, you know, you can actually easily put water in here and 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 also foods, it's no problem, just in a short period of time. So oh, okay. I would say like 10, 15, 20 seconds, 30 seconds. Uh, that's about what I would do with these types of, you know, um, liquids or, or foods. Metals, pretty much the same thing. You can charge them for 10 to 30 seconds. And it's actually great because if you charge a ring, for example, in there, it'll be nicer and have a higher vibration afterwards. But charged in there, the vibration is even higher. So it's actually, if you have one of these, then even better for these types of applications uh, than the quantum block. The quantum block, though, is set at a uh, specific level so that you can make quantum frequency medicine with it. So what is that now? Okay, okay. This is what, yeah, this is the part I wanted to get into that yeah. I didn't quite understand yet. This and, is what my buddy Cal Callahan was asking me today. He's like, tell us about the cards and programming stuff. He wants to do it and he doesn't get it either. Okay, yeah. So you can make quantum frequency medicine with it. And then also some people that need to use pharma products for whatever reason, uh, let's say an ibuprofen for your headache, you can put it in the quantum block. And after that, you have a cleaner pill because it neutralizes the harmful or potentially harmful frequencies that may be in there. And that is too strong for that. So if you put an ibuprofen, so probably with an ibuprofen, you're still fine. But as soon as we get into heart medication, blood pressure medication, stuff like that, that's all something where you need to be really careful with what you're doing. And if you put it in here, 
it adds homeopathic levels to the substance itself, which makes the substance that you're then taking stronger and potentiated. And, and we couldn't tell you because we're not there while you're doing it. To what degree is that now the case? How much stronger is right. it? So never do that. You're with referring pharma to the, the infinity block. Yeah, exactly. To be clear. Use the quantum block. What if for I that. put Viagra in the infinity block for like an hour and then take it? Yeah, <laughs> do it and tell me. <laughs> I'll be the test subject. I, I'm always game for an experiment. Okay, so with the so that's the the quantum block. I always get them confused, but now I know the quantum has the stack of three with the infinity. No, this is the infinity. Block. Oh, that's the, this yeah, is the infinity. Infinity block. versus the quantum. Okay, yeah. so with the with the quantum block, if um, how would I use it to 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 imprint a frequency? into water or some kind of device or some other object and how, yep. do, how do you like i guess what i'm asking is how do you transfer the frequency of one thing to another thing yep. i guess using any of these yep so it's super simple actually and by the way this is anyway and everything it's super simple to use so even a five-year-old can use these products the difficulty at some point comes in there's so many things you can do with it and then you you obviously want to learn okay what all can you do with that and and all that you let's say you take a if this was a healing plant right there you could take a little piece of that leaf and put it inside together with a glass of water and within actually 10 15 seconds in here and 45 seconds in the quantum block the frequency would be completely transferred and then you could drink this and you would drink the frequency now you can take metals too like a frequency card like let's say a Silver coin. Let's just take a silver coin. You put a healing about, plant in there. What about a there. wedding ring? Can I go on? Yeah, the wedding ring. Keep, so, keep going. I don't want to interrupt. So with a wedding ring or something that you wear all the time, it's awesome to change to charge it in here. But I wouldn't add a frequency because you okay. can't get the frequency out anymore. Maybe a specific frequency you don't want to have at some point anymore. What if right. you get really sick of the frankincense frequency that you put in there for your? One week where you and it's it. really getting imprinted into the physical object yeah, forever. Yeah. yeah, it's when it's, using the the um, yes the infinity block. No, or the quantum block it doesn't matter. The, okay. the frequency oh, same thing. It's just the duration of time. Yes, and it's, okay. it's it, we recommend always for frequency transfers actually the quantum block just okay. because people tend to use metals for that because metal holds quantum energy very well. Frequency will be anywhere, even in plastic. You can you can imprint. We're working with a, an organic mattress firm right now that actually asked us to imprint their mattresses with the inner peace frequency, as an example. Like we can put it in anything, but metal transmits frequencies especially well. Uh, so that's why a lot of people, and, and ourselves included, use metals like brass capsules or aluminum cards. And uh, yeah, you can put any frequency on these metals and then it'll be in there basically forever. And then we have our own frequency cards that we developed, right? With, I have one right here. Which one do you have today? Well, what's funny is I was rearranging my wallet yesterday and I was like, oh, cool. I still have the Leela card in here. And then I, <laughs> I took a closer look at it and I realized it's the heel for dogs. <laughs> I've been keeping it on myself. I should put it on put it on cookie. <laughs> so, for example, if I have this one for this card um, for those watching on the video, if I have this card for dogs, and I were to put it here in the 
infinity block, would I like negate the programming for dogs and just make it sort of generic quantum energy and not specifically beneficial to the dog? Like, in other words, can you ruin your stuff by like putting them in the different blocks and things like that? So you can put it in there and then the vibration would be higher, would be charged with even more quantum energy, but the frequency would not change. Ah, This does not change the frequency. You would mess it up though if you put it in there together with cat food, for example. Ah, And then because then the cat food frequency would also be added to that and then your doggy may not like it that much. Unless she likes cat food, which some she does do. sometimes steal cat food in our kitchen. She and she knows she's doing it because she sneaks in there. Okay, so I'm I'm putting the 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 dog card in here. Yeah. Okay, but then again, so with this because this is a metal. Uh, if you haven't charged it before in an infinity block, great. Um, then no longer than three minutes uh, okay. in here, and and frankly, you don't need. You can take it out in. 10 seconds from now because okay. there's no added benefit okay. anymore. And, and then it's would, very fast. would this card then just hold that um, that level of power forever then? So it's yes. not like you yeah, know, I need to yeah, recharge. Yeah, it's not going to go away. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And as long as I don't have another substance in here that's going to imprint, it's just going to be amplifying whatever's on this card. Yes, correct. Okay. So now with this dog card, how do I get it to benefit the dog? Is it like put it under their water bowl or wave it on them? Or what What are we getting into to actually utilize this? Because I can't strap it to the dog. Yep. So you use the card and I would use the quantum block to further copy frequencies. Because if you use this now, if don't look at this now as, I mean, you can put this underneath a mat where she sleeps on. You know, oh, a, a lot, okay. th- that's where you can use it for like all the time. But you can't move the card around all the time. But what you can do is you can take her bowls where she eats from or drinks from and you can put the card together with the bowls in the quantum block, leave it in there for a minute and then the frequency of that heal for dark frequency will be in those bowls. And then if you feel that it's the right thing to further upgrade the vibration of the bowls, afterwards you put the bowls in there and give it a further quantum energy boost and then what happens is that the bowls will transmit this energy and that frequency to the food, to the water. Wow. And that's the way to go. And you could do that with a collar and things like that. Because you guys have the pet collars, right? Yeah. 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 I, uh, you sent but me if one. you have your own one, you know, you can you be self-sufficient. You don't need any of our products. Right. Uh, if you do these things with the blocks, you can do these things for yourself. Yeah. I'm going to give her a little charge right here. <laughs> she was getting a little <laughs> wheezy it, today. Uh, When it comes to biohacking with silver, silver biotics is the best kept nano silver secret out there. I've tried tons of silver products over the years and even used to make my own colloidal silver at home and nothing I've used even comes close to the safety and effectiveness of silver biotics. They make a whole suite of products you can use for everything from immune support, oral hygiene, skin care and wound care, and even an amazing pet formula. I always keep this stuff on hand at home and especially when I travel. Silver Biotics basically serves as my own little first aid kit and pharmacy. It's also much stronger than the other silver products I've used in the past. In fact, independent studies have shown their medical silver gel to be 10 times more effective than products with up to 3000 ppm of silver, which is a geeky way to say it's super strong. It's also more bioavailable. The particles of silver are not neutralized in the body unlike other forms of silver. And if you consider antibiotics, they have only one mechanism of action. 
This is why when a less strong antibiotic does not work, you got to move on to another stronger one. But this technology does it differently. They created a metallic nanoparticle with a thin silver oxide coating. This means their silver sole technology has multiple forms of action. Because of this, you need way less of their nano silver particles to accomplish the same thing as you would with other ionic or colloidal silver particles. These products are truly next level and useful for such a wide application. So I highly recommend you give them a shot. So just go to silverbiotics.com. And when you get there, the code LUKE30 gets you 30% off your first order. And the code LUKE gets you 10% off ongoing orders. So again, that's silverbiotics.com. For people that think this sounds weird or far out, I mean, everything is energy. Everything in the known universe has a specific frequency, right? Yep. We know this from Rife machines and technologies like that. There's a, you know, um, every amoeba, bacteria, anything, every plant, everything that we can see, feel, and touch all has frequency. So those can be identified and then put in something. So uh, let's say I take um, a psilocybin mushroom and I put it in the block with a glass of water Am I going to trip from just drinking the water or am I going to get an undiscernible microdose effect from that? Theory, you know, just hypothetically speaking. Yep. I couldn't tell you, frankly, because that's what we haven't tested. Maybe other people have tested it but not reported on it because usually these topics in our Telegram community are not really being discussed. So even so... It's, it's something we, we couldn't tell you. I could ask Roman if you're interested in this and, and get you an answer. But with pharma products, for example, I can give you the answer already or with nutritions. So, for example, with a heel capsule, there are 78 different minerals, vitamins, and organic plants extracts included in a frequency form. Now, there's about 5 to 10% of the people that when they use that capsule, they don't need to take the physical nutrients anymore and they maintain optimal uh, vitamin and mineral levels. It's, it's crazy. What? Yeah. But, and then the rest of those, you know, 90 to a little bit over 90% of the people, they still take their physical supplements, but those supplements work a lot better. And they can maybe reduce them or every time they take them, they have a much greater effect. So... What it does in those cases, for those people, it optimizes the bioavailability uh, of those nutrients, maybe because the information is clear to the body. Um, so it's, it's not 100% clear why that is, but it's, it's very fascinating. That's super fascinating. Yeah. In, in order to determine that, say there's five supplements I take every day and I'm uh, periodically getting lab work to show that I'm deficient in this and sufficient in that. Um, are these did did these people arrive at that by being on a regimen, stopping, and then just wearing the frequency technology and getting lab work again? Like how how did those people determine that they didn't need to take it anymore? That whatever ten yep. percent or whatever. Some have done the lab work, and then other people really just felt it. Like there was this guy who took a thyroid medicine, and for for quite a long time, and then he started to charge. Uh, I think capsules or cards, you know, with all of what he needed. And then he kind of phased out the thyroid medication and hasn't used it since. Wow. And, <laughs> so, and you mentioned your Telegram group. Are there are the people in that group? And forgive me, I have, I'm too busy 
you know, posting memes on my own Telegram group, which by the way is lukestory.com slash Telegram, if you've got the stomach for it. Are there people in there that are sharing their experiences and different innovative ways that they're using Leela Quantum? Is that yes. kind of what's going on in there? Yes. So that's that group is just, uh, it's very close to my heart because it's a group of wonderful people. It's over 4,000 now. Wow. Damn, bro. Yeah. You're about to surpass me. <laughs> I think I'm at 4,500 at this at this time. Well, we'll, That's we'll cool. post about your 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 channel soon on, on our group. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty racy in there. So anyway, so yeah. it's it's a bunch of people that are using this technology that are interested in in tinkering with it and discovering new things and also learning about it because you can ask any question there, and someone will have the answer for you actually relatively quickly. You never have to wait more than an hour or two usually to get an answer. But the great thing is that people find out new stuff as well. So like this thing with the autistic kids, that came about because some people tried this, you know, with, with their autistic kid and it worked. Each time they, um, they used the infinity block for that kid and it was quite crazy. And the kid had no idea, obviously, and, and couldn't figure that out anyway. So then... Um, some Indian doctors that are specialized in helping autistic kids, they enroll like 40 or 50 new kids every month um, into their uh, autistic um, program. They learned about that, they tested it, and then they asked us, hey, could we help facilitate a study? Because they wanted to do a real clinical study on it. And this has been going on for, I think, six months now. Wow. That study, and it, it's going to continue for another two or three, and then it's going to be fully finished. And the results are amazing. But the way it happened was not through us because we had no idea, really, and we, we can't look at everything. So it was some people reporting it, discovering that. Some other person in India picked it up, discovered also that it works, and then set up this clinical study. We have nothing to do with it other than that we provide access to the products and, and the, so that's what's happening. And, and the same thing, you know, similar with Lyme disease, um, we hear these things from customers. And then if we hear enough about it, we help to facilitate a study to learn even more about it. And, and the allergy um, thing, is the food allergy uh, is, a, is a topic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell, tell me that story. For, I just missed this, you guys. I was so bummed. I wanted to see it. Maybe when I see Todd next, I'll just be like, hey, let me rub seafood on you. Uh, but at the um, biohacking conference in Florida, apparently there was quite a kind of um, a spectacle on stage. Tell us, tell us how that happened. That was a really interesting story. Yeah, so I, I presented about the scientific studies and results uh, of that technology and wasn't really going... Uh, to deepen the product. And then we figured it would be nice to do something on stage that people can really see live. And we were thinking about maybe doing even a dark field microscopy test or something like that. But then Ian Mitchell had a different uh, idea and, and because I talked to him about it and he said, you know, Todd Shipman, um, you know that he is allergic to honey, to avocado and, and to crab meat. And by the way, who doesn't know Todd, Todd Shipman, he's a, he's a biohacker. And, and he's, so he's, He's always up to using the new latest stuff, but he's never gone, come past these, these uh, food allergies. But then he figured, he's crazy enough to actually test that. I don't know if I had tested that with these allergies because they're quite severe. I mean, not deadly in any way, but he gets real pain and uh, inflammation uh, from eating honey, avocado, or crab meat. He charged them in the infinity block and then he was able to consume them. 
each time with no allergic <laughs> reaction. Crazy, dude. But then he did the reverse test again. It was like, okay, well, because first he thought like, well, maybe my allergy has gone completely now because of using that with, with the blocks. But that wasn't the case. Each time he used crab meat or honey or avocado without charging it, he got the allergic reaction. And again, he charged it, no allergic reaction. And then Ian was like, you know what? We should just do the usual derma roll a test, you know, like how you do it at the doctor's office. And we'll just on stage put the crab meat in, in, in the arm. And um, <laughs> Todd actually offered even to put it in his eye. But then I <laughs> said, thank you for the enthusiasm. Oh but, my God. but no. Um, so anyway, so that's what happened. They put it in, on one arm and then, you know, waited for the allergic reaction. And it, it came out very red and, and started to build up these, yeah, these visible spots really all over the place. And the very same crab meat, you know, right after putting it in, they put on stage in the infinity block so that everybody could see it on stage. And after, I think, six or seven minutes, um, Ian took it out and the same crab meat from the same cup he put in the other arm and no allergic reaction. That is so cool, man. And then people came up, you know, on stage so they could look at it and, and everything, of course. And It's crazy, dude. Yeah. But disclaimer, don't try that at home. Really don't. Because we've yeah, heard that you. from many people. Thank but you, yeah. this is something, you know, with the food allergy, it's, it's very broad. There's so many different substances. There's so many different people and how they react. And we don't have enough research. You know, when we have enough research, we make a claim when we can back it up here, this is anecdotal at this point. It's, it's, there's a lot of evidence pointing to doing more studies, which we will do and provide. But at this point, really, you know, be careful, really at your own risk. That's, that's a very responsible view. I often jokingly say, don't try this at home, kids. Yes. But in this case, seriously, don't try this yes. if, you, if you have an allergy. But that's, that's fascinating. Um, I want to let everyone know before I forget here, if you guys want to check out any of Philip's stuff, um, you can find it at leelaq.com. That's L-E-E-L-A-Q.com. And uh, they've been kind enough to offer a 10% discount off your first order with the code 10Luke. So that's leelaq.com. 10Luke is the code. Because I know people at this point listening are like, I have to get this. Of course, as we said, don't try the the shellfish test on yourself, but this is really cool stuff and it's benefited me a lot. So I'm happy to share it. And, um, you know, I, I love promoting things that are awesome. I have no shame, uh, buy it. It's amazing. That said, some people are going to get to your site and maybe listeners that have heard you on before have already experienced this. And they're like, cool. Yeah. I'm going to go in and grab a quantum block or infinity block. And they're like a couple grand, um, not accessible to many people, especially, you know, after people have lost their livelihoods because of the pandemic, et cetera. I always make sure to put the L in there so people are clear um, <laughs> on my position. But seriously, you know, people go through rough times, man. And they like a, kind of a, um, you know, an add-on bonus to your life of two or $3,000, whatever these things are, is not feasible. So if someone listening is like, oh, I really want to try this, what is like the most effective and affordable entry point for someone wanting to try Leela. The quantum block is actually $1,499, and this one is $1,599. Oh, I thought they were like $3,000. I mean, still, you know, for some people... (laughs) They're they're worth it for sure. They're worth more, Did I see something on your site that was like $3,000, or am I imagining that? Uh, For $2,499, that's the most expensive thing that you can buy from us. 
um, you can get two of these. And and so the 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 trick is not that you then get then the, the price for one is then cheaper. No, the, the idea is that you can then have unlimited upgrades. Like you have this fourth generation here now. You can't do that with just one because you literally physically need two in order to do these upgrades. And you can then endlessly upgrade that level, which, you know, at some point comes in handy because as the vibration uh, gets higher and you may want to have a stronger field, at some point you'll tell me like, you know, I think I'm ready for the next. So, but that's you know that those are the the price points for these technologies. I thought they were more than that, but that's that's reasonable. I think if someone you know was in that position and perhaps make some sacrifices in other ways they're spending. But so, if you want to get the super badass Infinity Block that's upgradable every time you have the capacity for more energy, yes, then that's kind of the the flagship most high end. What's the most effective access point? Like in this necklace, which I wear just about every day, especially if I'm going out in the EMF zone, it's got these little titanium balls inside, these little metal balls. And then these go into this capsule and then you close it. When people ask me what's inside here, I always tell them it's cyanide pills in case the zombie apocalypse happens. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> they come door to door with these shots. I'm like, gulp, beat you to it. Bye. Uh, but anyway, this this is the heel capsule necklace, right? Um, and I don't remember how much these are, but I always recommend that people start with this. Is, there, is this a good starting point for someone who just doesn't have a lot of coin to drop right now? Yes, I think this is what I would have said as well. Okay. It's the all-rounder and it's a great way of tapping into this type of energy and feeling, you know, does it work for you and how do you like it? It's it's a great product. It's $145. But we have a family pack, a, a four pack for $295. And then it's it's actually then really affordable. Oh, cool. Um, cool. Yeah. And so inside here, those titanium balls are kind of blank slate quantum energy that don't have a specific frequency associated with them. They just yes. have power, right? They function as the booster to boost out those frequencies that your whole system can leverage them. Okay. And is yeah. this the item you were speaking of that people have used to negate their need for supplements, like optimize their nutrition? Yes. Kind of a homeopathic amplifier? Yeah, that's the one. And that's also the one that was tested by the EGIF Institute in a heart rate variability study. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was quite fascinating results. Um, what tell me about with that? EMF included even? So tell me about that one, because that, I always wonder when I wear this if it's helping me with EMF when yes. I'm out and about. Yes, it does. It does. Yeah, um, it it really does. So the heart rate variability of everyone that had uh, an impact because of EMF, all of those were 100% negated uh, also through the the capsule, and they tested different time frames also because they wanted to know it, it already worked after a few minutes. But then they found even greater uh, effects if if you wore it for a day or two. Not at night, though, because we told them at first, don't wear them at night. You can wear them at night, but in a study, it's too complicated because you should remove the spheres, ideally, if you wear it at night because it's also stimulating. So, you know, uh, some people can't sleep that well. And uh, yeah, so it, it it does work like that, too. Super cool. But you brought me the new water bottle. I had the other one that was metal and then this one looks like it has bamboo on the outside. It's like super rad and stylish and matches my life. So if I were to keep my my daily little water when I'm out and about in here, 
am I going to be infusing that water with quantum energy or structuring the water? What's the purpose of this thing? Yeah, so it structures the water and it um, infuses it with quantum energy and it infuses the same frequencies you have in your capsule because we embedded them in there as well. And so this has a double wall out of stainless steel. So it actually keeps your tea hot and keeps any drink cold. Uh, oh, also cool. has just a nice side effect. But it, yeah, it takes about 20 minutes, 25 minutes until you have an optimal effect uh, of it. Yeah. I wonder if I were to keep my water in here for 20 minutes and then use that water to make you know, some kind of elixir or potion if I would potentiate the power of those nutrients, like yeah. a Shilajit tea or whatever. You could do that. And hmm. it's, it's going to be more powerful with this here or with that if you charge uh, water with, with these devices. But this is already great. And the okay. Moto Institute, by the way, tested our water bottles too. So, Oh, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And got the beautiful crystals that were not beautiful before they put it yes, in there. It wasn't as powerful and, and certainly not as fast as the quantum block or the infinity block. Um, but it worked really well. And it, you know, I guess the optimal time was like 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. Cool. Wow. That's so dope. I'm going to fill up my bottle today and take it with me for my next interview. Uh, one last thing, I, I mentioned the wedding ring. So if I put my wedding ring in um, in the infinity block and I, you said I leave it in there for 20 seconds, 30 seconds, yep. and I'm basically imprinting it with quantum energy, mm -hmm. and then do I ever need to charge it again or is that now like a quantum ring? You don't need to charge it again. Okay. The only thing, you know, if you at some point have like a sixth or seventh generation infinity block, you may want to give it an upcharge of like 20, 30 seconds okay. because then it'll have even higher and finer vibration, which right now is not needed and this will be great. Got it. Okay, cool. I love, I mean, <laughs> this is my most meaningful little possession, you yeah. know, for obvious reasons. So, but I wouldn't want to put that in there with, you know, cacao or something like that because then it's going to permanently yes. take on the imprint of that okay i got it, it I, I know it for some people it probably sounds complicated i'm making it more complicated because i've had this stuff for a couple of years and i've played with it in so many different ways but i think it's pretty simple like you have the water bottle 20 minutes in there you get one of these blocks as you described and then the easiest entry point would be the heel capsule which is this necklace which i just put on a little gold chain i think it comes with a little black strap like yep. a little leather strap or something right all my friends have these now too everyone's obsessed by the way like you go anywhere in austin in in my kind of community and circles and everyone has one of these it's awesome and i'll wear this on the plane of course you know because like especially in places like that airport yes. planes and stuff like it's just amazing yeah. i i do the same thing yeah airplanes are my kryptonite i do everything now you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna take that damn little ass block on my flight uh, i got a flight next week on tuesday actually finally going on vacation i'm gonna bring yep. that on the plane yeah i think we covered everything man thank you so much this was exactly the conversation i wanted to have a nice overview so people kind of get what it is covering the studies so people know we're not totally nuts uh, and also just for people that already have this like what are the ways that we can use it and we did it man thank you so much thank you amazing uh, normally I ask my last question you know about three influences you've had but you've been on twice you've already answered it I'm going to let you off uh, I've given people your website which is leelaq.com l-e-e-l-a-q we've got a one-time first order code uh, which is 10 Luke for 10% off um, thank you for that. I always like when people, you know, hook it up. When someone comes on the show, that's always um, a nice feature. Anything else you want to guide people to? We'll put the Telegram 
That's the um, only thing. We'll put that in the show notes so people can get in there and like talk to someone other than the guys from the company, other users, see how people are innovating and benefiting from Leela. Uh, man, thank you for doing such cool work. Thank and you. thank you for not just making like one cool thing and going, eh, throw it on the website and make money. Like I love that you guys keep doing these studies. You're obsessively researching and also just upgrading and developing. That's super cool. Not everyone does that. Thank you for coming out to Austin to see me in person so we could play with all these gadgets in, in real life. Um, hopefully a lot of people get to see the video so they can get a visual on what we're talking about. All right, let's get you to the airport. Until next time, Philip. Thank you for having me. Well, that concludes yet another episode of the Lifestylist Podcast. I want to thank you for listening today. And uh, trust me when I say I know there are 10,000 plus other podcasts you could be listening to. So I deeply appreciate you tuning into my show and hope that you're discovering new ways to improve your quality of life. Personally, my passion for learning and sharing just continues to grow each time I record and publish another episode. In fact, next Thursday, June 16th, 2022, will mark seven years of this podcast. And uh, it's incredible, but it continues to bring me much joy and fulfillment. And that, my friends, would not be the case if it weren't for each and every one of you continuing to listen and most of all, your willingness to share the episodes that speak to you with your friends and family. So thank you and a big nod of gratitude to our guest, Philip, for being one of my favorite guests and people in general. His mission with Leela is not only inspiring, but their technology has been a huge upgrade to my life as well. And don't forget, if you want to check out some Leela Quantum for yourself, their product line starts at only $129, so it's attainable for many people and definitely worth trying out. You can find the link and code in the notes on your podcast app or visit leelaq.com and enter the code 10Luke for 10% off your first order. And with that, I'll be back here next Tuesday dropping another huge bombshell on you, which is episode 415, Biohacking Women's Biorhythms for Performance and Peace with Kayla Osterhoff. For you ladies who listen and requested more info on biohacking for women specifically, this one will deliver. All right, until then, be well, and may your life be charged with frequencies of the highest order. Music.